Welcome back to the Dad Improvement Podcast, and happy Valentine's Day. I hope, for your sake, that you listened last week because I reminded everybody that Valentine's Day would be today. So I hope you guys went out and got your cards and got your gifts, and everybody is happy today. But if you are a procrastinator and you did not go out and get something last week, and you are now today at work going, what am I going to get? I'm going to see if I can't help you out a little bit here. So, first and foremost, card. Just go get a card. It doesn't have to be anything special. It doesn't have to be the best card. The thing about it is you're going to want to write something heartfelt from you to your significant other. You're going to really want to take some time to actually write something out to them that they are going to appreciate. Make it individual. Make it nice. Make it loving. And really pour your soul into this one. Just write it out in a card. It doesn't have to be anything special. Just, it could be a piece of paper with a drawing stick figure couple on the front. Whatever it is. But the wording inside has got to be heartfelt. The next thing we should go over is the gift. If you are going to do gifts and get something for them that is meaningful, I'm going to start with a book that you should read. The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman is going to dictate how you give gifts from here on out. It is the best indicator of how you should be giving gifts to your significant other. This book, I feel, is so important that I, when people get married that I know, I put it in with the gift. So there's a card with some money in it and also this book. I think it is The way that you should be showing love is after you've read this book so that you know how your spouse likes to receive love. The idea behind the five love languages is that it is going to dictate how your significant other likes to receive love. It is quite literally different languages. Let me put it to you this way. I speak English. I do not speak French. So if I went to France, someone there in their native tongue in French gave me the most heartfelt compliment, it will make them feel good and fill with pride and they will think they are doing such a good thing for me. I don't understand it. So while it is a nice gesture, I received nothing from it. Only the person giving receives something from it. This is the same theory for the five love languages. You could be giving in what you consider your love language and how other people should receive it. But if the other person has a different love language, then they are not going to receive it the same way that you give it. It is more beneficial to the giver than to the receiver. So let's go over the five love languages real quick so that we know what we're working with here. The five languages are gifts, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, and physical touch. Now, I won't get into each one of these languages. If you really want to know more, you can just get that book and read about each one. But the thing is that your spouse could be any one of these five, and if you don't present a gift to them within their love language, it's not going to go over as well as it could. So if you went out and bought a really nice diamond bracelet to give to your wife for Valentine's Day and you give it to her with the card and you go, here, this is to show how much I love you. And then you go, great, my job here is done. And you leave to go to the bar with your friends 
and her love language is quality time, then you have done yourself a disservice. You think that you may have really nailed this one, said, I put a lot of time and money into this, so she should really appreciate this, and she probably does. But what she would really like from you is to plan a night to just spend some time with her, put the phone down, and actually talk to her and reconnect with her. So now you can kind of see the disconnect that may happen, because what you think you have done is something great. You think that you have given them something that they really wanted or really shows your love, but in reality, you've just given them a compliment in your own language, probably, and they don't understand it. So it's not as effective as you thought it might be. So if you really want to nail the gift, then you have to figure out what your spouse's or significant other's love language is so that you can speak it to them. Now, here's another fun part about Valentine's Day. It comes one day a year, and everyone can be Prince Charming for one day a year. But what are you doing the rest of the year to continually date your significant other? Because in the beginning, love starts out as a feeling. Your heart skips a beat when you're talking to somebody. You, you're in a daze all day long. It's all you can think about is this other person, and you can feel it. You can physically feel it within yourself. You are in love. But over time, love turns into a verb. It's more of an action than a feeling. You come home from work. It's been a long day. The kids are screaming, and you don't feel your heart skip a beat as you walk through the door. But where that love comes from is when you walk into the house and you've had a bad day and you give your significant other that big hug and you ask them about their day. It's an action now. You have to show love in order to receive it back. That is what happens in long-term relationships. That feeling gets turned into an action. You need to show love more than you need to feel it. Now, how do you show love to your spouse? Well, you can learn to speak their love language if you yourself are not good at communicating in that language. If you are very good at giving gifts, but their love language is words of affirmation, then you have to learn how to give words of affirmation to your spouse. You have to go out of your way and take the action of leaving little post-it notes around the house and telling them how much you love them for taking out the trash or cooking dinner or whatever it is. You have to learn to speak in their love language. Another thing that I have heard that I'm not so great at yet, but I would love to get on track with this, is the rule of two in dating or in marriage. Now, the rule of two says that every two weeks, you should go on a date with your significant other. Every two months, you should go on an overnight date. And every two years, you should go for a week-long vacation. Now, it has been said that you should do these dates, overnights, and week-long vacation without children. I would tend to lean towards if that's what you want to do as a couple. If you want to enjoy your children's presence, then by all means, bring them as well. But I leave it up to the individual couple to decide if they want to bring kids along or not on these dates. 
Because the idea behind this is not to just ditch your kids and have somebody else watch them for a while. The idea is to reconnect with your significant other. So for people that say, there's no way we can go on a date every two weeks. We don't have that kind of time. The date doesn't have to be a go out to a fancy restaurant date. It can be once you get the kids to bed, you can just go sit on the couch and talk to each other for an hour. It's not some grand thing that always has to happen. It's just reconnection. That's what you're trying to get out of this rule is that you are always reconnecting with your significant other and always checking in with them. The other part to this is just the fact that you're taking the initiative. Don't always leave it up to your significant other to make the plans for these dates. If you are going to go without kids, go ahead and find the babysitter for them. Don't make them take on the mental load of having to do all of this themselves. Plan an overnight. Plan a vacation. You should be doing these things together, but every once in a while, it's nice to just come home and have everything done for you. So it's going out of your way to plan these things for your significant other. Now, the biggest part to all of these things, it encompasses everything that I have talked about so far, is that it be heartfelt and enjoyable to both of you. So if you were going to take the time to plan an overnight, don't plan an overnight that's going up into the ski mountains if your significant other absolutely despises the cold and has never been skiing in their life. <laughs> you have to find something that comes from the heart and is enjoyable to both parties involved. Find something that your spouse is also going to enjoy. Don't just make it about what you like. And this encompasses everything. The idea behind giving these gifts on Valentine's Day is to show that you had your spouse in your mind. You were thinking of them. So if your wife's love language is gifts and you get a nice card, you write a heartfelt note in there, and you get her some lingerie, that's not for her. You weren't thinking of her when you got that. That's for you. Really what she wants is a massage. Do something for them. It shouldn't be for you. Giving gifts should not be for you. It'll make you feel good inside, but the real aspect of it is to show that you are thinking of them when you got it. So what did we learn this week on this Valentine's Day special episode here? First, I hope we learned to not procrastinate. We should get our gifts and cards early. Don't wait till the last day. I hope none of you out there are getting gifts or cards today. I hope you took my advice and got it last week. The other thing is that you should be giving gifts to your significant other and showing love to your significant other through the five love languages and figure out what theirs is before you start giving love and showing love. Make sure it is in their love language. The last thing is that when you are giving gifts, that it should be your spouse or significant other in your mind when you are getting that gift. Make it heartfelt and make it for them, not for you. 
For homework this week, I'll make it real easy because hopefully everybody is out on their Valentine's Day dinner night and having a little bit of champagne by the fire or whatever it is that everybody wants to do. So to make it easy, it's just going to be figure out what your significant other's love language is. How do they like to receive love? So hopefully everyone is enjoying their Valentine's Day and everyone got out there and got their stuff early. If you didn't, well, just remember, improvement over perfection. <laughs>